Some time ago, I watched a movie, the main characters of which were two children, a five or six year old boy and his seven or eight year old sister. They were destined to wander from one family to another because their real father did not know they existed and their mother was a hopeless drug addict who was unable to take care of her children. I had tears in my throat quite a few times while watching this movie, but the most touching moment was when that little boy sat on Santa's knee and Santa asked him what his greatest wish was. The boy answered quietly, almost inaudibly, I want my mother. Despite all the bad, even painful experiences with his mother, there was nothing more precious to this little boy. If it were just a beautiful Christmas movie with a happy ending, we could take it as a sweet reminder of how good we have it. Unfortunately, it's not just a movie. It is real life. There are many children and adults around us who feel like strangers in this world, as if they are on a journey with no destination. And even the more or less good things they experience remind them painfully of all that they have been deprived of. It's especially painful when the wilderness in which they feel they are wandering is in the hearts of those around them. And yet, even in the most hopeless situation, there is at least one ray of hope. And the truth is that the darker the darkness, the brighter that ray of hope shines. Even when we don't really dare to admit that we still hope despite everything. In that movie, the biggest wish of the little boy was to be with his mother, despite all the bad experiences. It was because he knew deep down what it meant to have a mother and what the mother's love was, even if he himself had never known the love of a true mother. Of course, all this does not only apply to mothers and motherly love. I have met quite a few people who have told me that it is difficult for them to call God their father because their experiences with their own fathers have been extremely bad. I have always told them that the fact that they understand that their fathers haven't been what they should have been 
shows that they actually know what a true father should be. A true father loves his children more than himself. A true father takes care of his family and is ready to give his life for them. A true father and a true mother should be nothing less than the embodiment of love for their children. Christmas is the season of love, isn't it? When we say this, then, at least in our modern Western culture, we probably think, first of all, that Christmas is often a time when lovers get together, and also that it's a time to be with your family, your closest ones. Christmas is a time when we wish we could be with our mother, father, grandparents, sisters and brothers. And no doubt we all have many of those dear to our hearts of whom we now have only sweet memories. But the true meaning of Christmas is much greater. Christmas is indeed a feast of love because it proclaims the message of God's wonderful love. The very God who created us in his love, our true, good and caring Father, has not left us alone to our fate, but has sent his only begotten Son to save us and lead us to eternal life. I said that a true father and a true mother should be the embodiment of love for their children. Christmas is the feast of incarnate love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. God wants us, human beings created in his image and his likeness, to carry in our hearts and radiate the same divine life-giving and beatific love from which we were born. Here there is no difference between fathers, mothers and children, grandparents and grandchildren, brothers and sisters. Even strangers we should treat with nothing but love. But even if we are not always able to live in love, We know we aren't. We can be sure that God's love is always unchanging and unconditional. Now you may ask, what difference does it make in a world full of lonely people who are loved by no one and have no hope that anyone will ever care about them? I have a twofold answer to this question. 
or rather to this objection. First, that if no one else, God truly cares for absolutely everyone and has loved every human soul so much that he has given his only begotten Son for every last of them. The second answer concerns ourselves. The only way to give reliable testimony of God's unconditional love is to practice that love yourself. If you want to convince someone that love exists, then love them. And believe me, there are so many around us who need our love and provide us the opportunity to practice this true and selfless love. Start with something simple and small. The closest person who is next to you right now. See, they're a wonderful creature of God and be grateful for the opportunity to be with him or her here and now. And then look back and remember all those with whom you have been allowed to share your life's journey, either longer or shorter. How many inestimably precious moments God has given you during your life. But most of all, look gratefully at a child in the manger, at a child whose birth we can once again celebrate. God has given us himself, his very heart, the fullness of his love in this child, so that we should never ever again doubt the meaning of our existence and life. A single look at the Christmas child should assure us that God, in his love, has prepared for us something so wonderful that we cannot even imagine it now. God, our good creator and our loving father, did not hesitate to send his son into this world. Even though this world is often so dark and hopeless. On the contrary, he sent his son right here into this very world as dark and seeming, seemingly hopeless as it is to give us the light of unfailing hope and his all-conquering love. I wish you all a blessed feast of the Nativity of our Lord, a blessed feast of love incarnate. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Christ is born. Glorify him.